his dad came up to him as difficult a man as he was. He had some wisdom in certain parts of the book within him. And he said, listen, you're not building a wall. You're looking at this the wrong way. You're not here to build a wall. Don't tell yourself you're going to build this big wall and it's going to be amazing. Start by saying, you're going to lay this brick. You're going to lay this one brick as perfectly as any brick in the world can be laid. You do that and you do that every single day of, your, of the rest of this project and you will soon have a wall. Mm. Right now, to kind of turn that full circle, what I'm trying to say here is life should be about the bricks and not the wall. All right. Yeah. And goals and attainment should be about the bricks and not the wall. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. What is up ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a fresh episode of the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 55 and I'm your host Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual, get comfortable, grab a seat, grab a coffee if you are driving, keep your eyes on the road. This is another as Manu said, fresh or brand new episode, interesting topic, as usual, brought to you by us. Marnu, are you glad to see me alive? <laughs> Leon, it's so good to see your face again, man. Like, we haven't caught up in such a long time because uh, <laughs> you you visited the hospital for a little while there, hey? We all, yeah. we all were so worried about you. What what happened? Tell us what was that experience. And Jeez, by the dude. looks of it, you, you look a lot better. It looks like you're, you're doing A-OK again. Well, I'm 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 sitting on a cushion right now, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So yeah, geez, folks, um, I'm so glad we actually record these things ahead of time because you probably didn't see any lapse in publishing of episodes. But yeah, I've spent two weeks recovering from kidney stones. Um, mm-hmm. I can so again for the guys out there busy driving, don't roll your cars and crawl in pain just thinking about the pain <laughs> I just went through. Um, I know that a lot of you can sympathize with what that's like. So y'all know, dude, they removed three kidney stones in the first week and another five from the kidney itself in the second. And I got a post-hospital infection to go home with. And Mm. uh, I've been on painkillers and I've been on antibiotics and I've been high at certain times on (laughs) on very good pain, (laughs) pain medication. But I'm back, man. I'm back. I'm starting to feel like myself again. And I'm just happy to be here and do this. Um... But yeah, man, no fun, hey? What I can yeah. tell you guys out there, if you are listening, um, just drink a lot of water. Um, <laughs> there's not really much more that you have to do to avoid these mistakes. And it's it's, it's so crazy because we've had these chats in the past as well. Well, years ago, when you were telling mm. me about the most painful experience and that you wouldn't yeah, wish it on anyone. Yeah, because this is my second time, dude. And then, yeah, exactly. And then shortly after that, uh, you know, you, you got it again. And you got it bad this time. So, like, I I'm did. really glad that you're I back. Did. I'm glad that you're back in time because I, I almost thought that, you know, I'm going to have to run a solo session here <laughs> or bring in a guest or something just to just to fall in the void there. But anyways, Leon, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad that you're healthy. I'm glad everything went okay with the operations and everything. Well, it didn't. I got an infection, but yes, the infection. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So tell us, Leon, what is it that we're going to be touching on with you fresh out of the hospital here today? Mm. 
Yeah, okay, cool. Let's get into it. So this is going to be about a rival fallacy, all right? For me, being an Afrikaans boyki, that's another really cool word to keep in my arsenal to make me sound smart in crowds of smart people. <laughs> but it basically has to do with the whole concept of trying to uh, constantly chase something and arrive but you realize that once you arrive at those places or those, uh, let's say, goals or intersections in your life, you're constantly bombarded and presented with new areas to try and arrive. All right. Yeah. So the specific you know, article that I read about this compared it to like a mountain. Okay. So if you are standing in front of a mountain and you have the you know, opportunity to climb this mountain to the peak, you have one of two types of people. You're usually going to have the one guy that's very headset on reaching that peak, right? And he's going to go fast. He's going, he's going to be focused on that peak to such an extent that he, he doesn't really take in the journey, right? And yeah. he, he's just focused on the result, the end result, which is a lot of what we talk about kind of suggests that the end results are super important. But mm -hmm. the second guy might be the guy that says, listen, I brought a backpack and some, you know, I've got my overnight tent and, you know, I've, I'm planning to cook a little fireside dinner on that part of the crest and I'm going to do this and he's going to enjoy the journey. He's probably um, going to have a lot more fun doing it, right? Yeah. And if you think about those two people, the, the one might end up in burnout, which is very much often the case. And the other might is probably going to have a lot more um, endurance because he's constantly going to be enjoying the journey. He's constantly going to be reminded about all the nice things around him. He can look at the view. He can overnight somewhere. He's not pressured by time. He's not pressured by anyone. And he's most definitely going to reach his goal, but he's going to feel fulfilled when he gets there. Yeah. The other yeah. dude might actually get to the top and just say, okay, cool. You know, now I see I didn't do Kilimanjaro yet. So that's the mm -hmm. next peak. I have to do that. And he never, ever enjoys any of it. So, buddy, that's what today is about. That is such, such a good analogy to most people's lives, isn't it? I love it. I think it's really, really cool. And there's so much to unpack here. And we're going to stick to our 30-minute slot here today. But so, so, so much to unpack, Leon. If, if you're talking about that very first person, uh, you know, that resonates with me because I'm that person. I'm super goal-oriented. And, you know, yeah. as, as I'm going through this life, I'm constantly reevaluating who I am as a person, trying to get to know myself better, trying to get to know why it is that I do certain things a certain way because I feel that once you understand yourself, you can live a more fulfilling life, right? Mm. Even though... And I love this, but this is something that I think Mark Manson pointed out in one of his books is that once you deep dive into who you are as a person, it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. So it's just never, ever oh, yes. going to stop. Yeah. Still on that journey, it's extremely important for me to understand myself to such an extent that I understand why I'm feeling certain emotions, why I'm reacting in certain ways. How can I improve on that? And a big, big, big part of that is my, my focus on on driving towards a specific goal mm. and driving it to through to achievement as well. But mm. one of the things that you mentioned there, and I think let's start there, right, is that once you set a goal, you're super focused on that goal. A couple of things happen, right? Number one, you don't look around. You don't enjoy yes. 
what you know the time that you've that you're spending on this earth you don't enjoy the moments that pass you by why because we're super focused on achievement of that goal right number one mm-hmm. number two you know, once you get that goal, there's always going to be another goal, right? There's always going <laughs> to, and that's, you know, that's, there's yes. two, there's two parts to that coin because on the one end, sure, you should always, you know, once you achieve something, strive to become better, strive to be a better person, right? But at the same time, you got to realize that your achievement of that goal is not the be all end all and that you're mm. missing so much of that. And even by achieving that, you know, there's always going to be something bigger, something, you know, better looking. I take, for instance, you know, and I think we chatted about this the other day is, you know, when I bought my second car, my little toy car, you know, Mm. there's always this sort of lifestyle that you aim to achieve. And once you achieve that lifestyle, you think that when I get there, that's going to be enough. That's going to mean that I've achieved success. You know, that's going to mean that, Mm. you know, my parents will be proud of me and my friends will be proud of me or I will be finally be content with my life. I'll get into bed at night and I would have arrived at my destination, right? And this might be something that I've been working for um, over the last 10 years. And once you achieve it, Maybe you have that slight bit of enjoyment in the beginning, but that very, very quickly fades away. And then yes. what happens is you start looking at what's next. What's going to give me that that content feeling again or that, that relief of saying that this is what I want to achieve with mm. my life and mm. I'm happy with where I am. It's exactly right. And I mean, I also fall in exactly the same space as you. And I think I do it to such an extreme level that I almost do it in all parts of my life. I mean, when I did some introspection on this topic, I think I'm constantly chasing betterment in every single area, apart from maybe <laughs> physical activity <laughs> and and exercising. But almost everywhere else, when it comes to success and um I'm going to come out and be straight up honest with you when it comes to materialistic possessions and stuff like that, just owning things and having nice stuff. I'm constantly trying to get the best stuff. And the funny thing is, like, for example, you you mentioned a car, maybe that's a big example, but even on a level of like a television or a new Bluetooth speaker or something cool, a new gadget that you want, right? For that week coming up to it, I'm so focused and so excited on getting that thing, especially like a new car. You can imagine when you just got your toy car, <laughs> when you say toy car, <laughs> it's actually quite a big beast. But um, f- probably for a month there, you could ask Marnu anything and all he was thinking is, oh, my car is coming in a month, my car is coming in a month. Yeah. So you're quite right. During that time, you're so laser focused and tunnel visioned on that thing that's imminent, that's coming. That you, life passes you by. You don't look left or right. Now, if you think about the mountain analogy once again, that guy that just goes to the top, he's not taking in the environment. He probably doesn't even know he's on a mountain. He just knows there's a there's this, um, let's say, object in the way and I want to reach the top. However the thing looks, it's just another mountain that I need to climb. And it's it kind of happens. You become so overly possessive out of, you know, for that thing that you want to reach that you don't enjoy or take in anything else at that point in time. And because I do it so frequently with so many different aspects of my life, so buying new big, you know, big new buys in the house or for the kitchen or um, stuff like that. In my career, there's constantly things that you are trying to chase down and you're trying to get done. I find myself constantly exhausted at the fact that I'm chasing and I'm chasing and I'm just never feeling fulfilled. 
I just never feel satisfied. I never feel content, you know, and happy. And if mm. you were to ask me, for example, you mentioned a really good point earlier. If I, for example, buy a new television, damn, it's cool when you get it. And it's amazing for the first week. And then you've tried all the settings. So it's maybe still cool for another two weeks. After about two months, you pass it by, walking past it, and your kids are watching Teletubbies on this thing, and you don't really care about it. You've now seen a new sound system that you need for the room as well, you know. Mm. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm reducing this topic now, obviously, to small material goods, but it's very easy to see how this is applicable to all aspects of life, right? And it's about that fallacy. It's about reaching that thing, that goal, whatever it is that you want not paying attention to anything else while you're chasing it, being mm -hmm. drugged by the dopamine for a short period of time when you achieve it, and mm -hmm. then realizing, oh, wow, there's another thing. There's, there's another, another thing. thing. There's another thing. Every single time. Yeah, and it's almost like you never, ever reach. There is no arrival. You know, the, there is yeah, no there's arrival. No, there's no arrival, right? And don't you feel that a lot of the times that's what we feel and that's what we experience in our day jobs? Yes. Because that's really what I see happen over and over and over again to the to the friends to the family to those closest to me as well is the more time you spend obsessing about where you want to be in your career the less time you spend actually just being proud of that whatever you've accomplished already whatever you have achieved for yourself and your current position and so that is a super super important point i think mm. is to focus on that because you know, if we're constantly driving towards, you know, what we will be doing in our careers at some point in time, right? When do we stop and look around and say, you know what, I'm super proud of what I've accomplished. I'm super proud of this, where I am right now, the people that I work with, the environment that I work within, and the support structure that is there to, to help guide me towards achieving that goal at some point, right? So absolutely not stopping and saying, you know, let's just forget about everything and everyone around us and focus on what's next, but also looking around and also seeing in my day job, why is it that I can't be happy? Is it perhaps because I'm constantly so focused on what the future will hold for us? Yeah. So one of the things that that reminds me of, Leon, and I think this is extremely important to mention, right, is that we've we've covered two things in in essence here, right? That is extremely important to remember is that number one, where when you're so goal driven that you don't take time to actually look around, and that once you actually achieve that goal, there's always going to be something else. But I think a very very important third point that we have to take into consideration here as well is that how many times. You're, do you think you're actually going to go ahead and achieve that goal if you're only focused mm. on that goal? And it sounds quite controversial because in my mind, if I know what the end goal is and I stay hyper-focused on that end goal, it gives me you know, the, the right steps and procedures to follow to actually achieve or accomplish that goal in the one end of it, right? But I'm pretty sure, Leanne, that in, in your example that you mentioned of that mountain, right, where the one guy was constantly focused on the peak of the mountain, Whereas the other guy was focused on the experience of climbing the mountain, right? That that entire experience. And that was just the goal, the, the peak, reaching the peak was really just a cherry on the cake, right? Even if he didn't mm. make it to the top, it wouldn't have mattered. So he had his North Star, but he didn't have his blueprint of saying that this is what I want to achieve. And, you know, this is what I'm going to go out and set for. The person that was focused just on the peak, did they ever reach the peak? So here's the interesting thing in this specific case, and this was done for real. 
um, he did not exactly. reach the peak. And it's obviously because this guy was so focused and so overworked and maybe so overly involved in his pure attempt to reach the peak that he actually burnt out and he couldn't get to the peak. He didn't pack enough goods with him. He didn't, get, uh, you know, do the necessary, let's say, cooling down at night. Now I'm obviously speculating. I don't know the exact details of why he didn't reach the peak, but we can all assume it's because of burnout, right? And tunnel vision. He didn't take in. He didn't rest. He didn't do the necessary things that you need to do to actually make the journey more bearable and even maybe enjoyable. Mm. And he just focused on the peak and he actually burned out. Now, obviously, that is an example. And um, in this case, it was a genuine thing that happened. Um, there would be your far-reaching guys that would still be so goal-driven that they can reach that peak. But I would still argue that you can ask that guy versus the guy that maybe took a bit longer, but he enjoyed it and asked him, which one of you feel happier? I promise mm. you, it's the guy that you know spent his time took his time, enjoyed everything, took everything in, took pictures, overnighted in a cave on the, you know, of course, it's obvious. I think we all know the answer to this, you know, it's the yeah. guy that took his time that's going to come out healthy at the end of the day. The other interesting thing is about these guys that are constantly burning a f candle on both ends. So they're constantly moving towards goals. Again, the goals is almost like a subset of attainment, right? Um, so you have certain goals that takes you to these peak areas, right? So if you buy a house, there's certain things that you need to do. You need to sell your first one. You need to get bond approval. You need to do a spe specific few set of things. And then you reach your goal, you get the house, all right? It's like that with projects. It's like that with reaching, um, with getting promotions at the workplace, etc. A lot of these guys that realize their mistake, so they realize that they actually were just so tunnel focused how look this is going to sound drastic but let's say for example i'm almost at that ripe age of 40 right mm. if i have to continue at the level of pace that i was doing a couple of years ago i would probably get so wealthy right so quick mm. but i would get there and realize damn i lost my wife my kids yeah. are out the house we had to get divorced because we lived past each other i'm completely empty and i don't know what my life is about anymore because I've now gotten to this point. I wanted to be here. I can still get further and I still want to go more. But I don't feel fulfilled. I've got nothing left. Like there's nothing around me anymore. I'm standing alone on this massive hilltop. Yeah. And that is one of the big, big problems with people just chasing a rival. I fully agree with you on that, Leon. And there's so much that I still want to unpack in this topic. But let's keep it to the brand new format. We said we're going to finish this in 30 minutes, but we're definitely <laughs> going to leave you with some real life tips as well. So I want to leave enough time for us here because this is the most important and crucial part. It's how mm. do we take this, not only realize it and you are made aware of it, but how do we actually go ahead and apply this to our lives, Leon? And this is where we're gonna move into the real life tips. How was that? For today. That was really cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really cool. I might actually just save that. I think we're just gonna Dude, I had a lot a of time in the hospital lying in bed, just <laughs> like beatboxing to myself. <laughs> so you got kind of, that's really cool. Uh, I love that. <laughs> All right, Leon, let's head into the real life tips section for today and tell us with a rival fallacy, right? Now that we've now that we've covered three main things, three main points, right? Is number one is that 
if you don't take time to look around, the journey is going to be extremely lonely, right? And you might actually achieve that goal if you're focused on it, number two. Mm. But once you achieve that goal, there's always going to be a bigger goal. There's always going to be something. So you can't have this mentality of saying that I will be happy if this happens. I will be successful if this happens, right? Because mm, you're never yeah. going to achieve that content feeling, right? You're never going to be yeah, fully and happy. Exactly. You're never going to be happy with your it. life. Mm. Of course, right? That's number two. Number three is with you only being so super and hyper-focused on your goal, who's to say that you're going to achieve it? Just as in the example, in the real-life example that you shared as well, the guy that Mm. focused on just the peak, who didn't really care about enjoying the journey, never even made it to the peak of the mountain, right? So if you Mm. don't stop and look around and actually enjoy the journey to say that this is where I'm going to start looking or jumping into... Um, but mm. in the meantime, I'm going to have some fun. And it, whether I achieve it or whether I don't achieve it, your both ways is good enough for me. So now that we know all of that, Leon, what is the real life tip that you'd like to share with us on how you can apply this mm. to your life? Man, you let that in smoothly. Um, <laughs> okay, so I've got one tip once again, shortened version, shortened episodes, one tip. Okay, but this is a good one. So yeah. I, re- I recently read uh, Will Smith's memoir that he did jointly with Mark Manson. Again, one of me and Marno's favorite writers. <laughs> um, and there was one, there was a story right in the beginning of the book. So I don't want you guys to think that I only read the beginning of the <laughs> book because this was one of the first stories. But it was an analogy for almost the entire rest of the book. It's his dad. Uh, when he was a youngster, him and his brother, his dad had this wall that they had to build, right? That uh, ran in front of his dad's shop. And they looked at this wall and it was like an end, like for them, it was like the Great Wall of China. And they did it for a few days and days became weeks and the task became laborious and they hated it. And they looked at this wall, him and his brother, and they started, they worked at it, and it took them very, very, very long. His dad was quite a difficult guy, so he also wanted it quite perfect. And they started realizing, listen, this is this is just not happening, you know. Um, we're not going to ever, ever, ever get this wall done. Days turned into weeks, and they were still not done. And basically, his dad came up to him as difficult a man as he was. He had some wisdom in certain parts of the book within him, and he said, listen you're not building a wall. You're looking at this the wrong way. You're not here to build a wall. Don't tell yourself you're going to build this big wall and it's going to be amazing. Start by saying, you're going to lay this brick. You're going to lay this one brick as perfectly as any brick in the world can be laid. You do that and you do that every single day of of the rest of this project and you will soon have a wall. Mm. Right now, to kind of turn that full circle, what I'm trying to say here is, Life should be about the bricks and not the wall, all right? Yeah. And goals and attainment should be about the bricks and not the wall. It should be a love and enjoyment for the progression and for the chasing of growth and experiencing the pain, the joy, the fun, and the everything that comes with growing in every mm-hmm. part of life and not just constantly thinking about the end results. So I guess in tip form, what I'm trying to say is, take in everything that you do and enjoy it life is quite short and when you chase it like like i think a lot of us have been doing life starts getting really really short start until when i got to my 30s i realized like i don't know what i've done for the past 
six years of my life. You know, I've got some things to show for it, but I can't go and tell you exactly all the best times and best experiences and what happened in between and all that stuff. It's because I just kept chasing too hard. And the only tip then I really have is to enjoy the journey. While you're in the moment, in the day, in the minutes, in the hours, use all of those hours, try and empathetically sit and take them in, feel them in and enjoy the process of growth and not just chasing towards whatever that growth is going to deliver. That is beautiful. You gave me goosebumps, man. That is that is beautiful. Preach. I love that. And I <laughs> I totally agree with you, right? Is that you're, you're going to from time to time set up goals and setting up goals is amazing. You know, it's such a great thing. We all need to strive or you know, we all should strive to be better people, right? Because we are capable of growth. We're capable of achieving so much more every single day. But I absolutely love that. I think one of the other things that ties into that, that is extremely important. And let me let me lead that into my tip, right? One of the things that I would say one needs to take into consideration is that those goals will change as you grow older and as you go oh, through true. life and stuff, yeah. right? So your goals that you had as an adolescent, as you had as a teenager, as you had as a young adult, right, will not be the goals that you have as you know a middle-aged man or woman right mm. will not be the goals as you go into you know your uh, older years of thinking about retirement and all that kind of stuff right and one of those things and i think this is my very first tip is understand that concept understand when to hold on to goals understand when to let go of goals as well taking into consideration the four stages of life that we covered back in mm. i think it was episode number 18 it's called the four stages of life and what it means to die empty is a very, very important consideration as point number one. My tip number two that I'd like to leave here is that nothing is ever perfect, right? So if you ever have a goal that you want to set up or maybe you don't even know what that goal should look like, right? Maybe you're trying to set up a goal for what you're supposed to achieve in your career. Maybe you're supposed to set up a goal in terms of how rich you want to be and what you want to own, but you can't vividly picture that as yet, right? Mm. I.e. in your example, you can't see the wall, right? You know you mm. want to accomplish something great. You just don't know if that's a wall, if you want to build a, you know, a house, if you want to build a bridge, or whatever the case is. So not knowing everything and not knowing what your goals are is perfectly fine, right? Saying that mm. we can still enjoy the journey as we discover what our goal should be. Mm. And on that journey of discovering what our, what our goal should be, let's just do what we know is best to do right now. So if I know that I want to succeed in my career, what does success look like to, to me today? Not tomorrow, not in the next mm. five years or 10 years, not thinking so far ahead, but just saying that what is enjoyable about my job today? What is enjoy about, uh, enjoyable about my the, the, the time that I spent during weekends or during weeknights? You know, how mm. do I enjoy doing that? And what do I enjoy doing? And let's continue with that. And eventually, we're going to figure out that this is going to pull us in the right direction. Eventually, we're going to achieve whatever, or at least we're going to achieve a point where we say, you know, now that I know what I enjoy, now that I know what I don't enjoy, that obviously forms as some sort of a foundation or a guideline as to set my goals. So those are my two tips, really mm, understanding nice. that there are four stages to life and that your goals will change from time to time and that you need to know when to accept and or when to hold on, when to let go. And secondly, to know that not knowing everything 
and not having the perfect plan of action on how to achieve that goal, not having the perfect goal even, or not even having a great idea of what that goal is, is perfectly fine. And you'll figure mm-hmm. it that you'll figure it out as you go along. Absolutely enjoyed this episode, Leon. I think there were some great insights here. And we made Gosh, our time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much, Leon. Yeah, it's been an amazing episode. I really enjoyed this topic. Dude, it's one of those uh, very frequently, it seems almost every single episode changes my own life a little bit. Um, so this is one of those that I need to set out to go and do myself. Um, it's definitely one I think my family, my close friends will all attest to um, I'm too much of a gold chaser maybe um, at yeah. times. And I forget about the journey and the ride. So yes, really think this is far long overdue. And I'm personally going to go and apply this and in my life. So thank you so much for hosting yeah. this with me. It's been amazing. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this, if you're intrigued by the episode that I've uh, mentioned, I'm going to pop it out in the show notes for you guys as well. But it is episode number 18, the four stages of life. If you want to find out more about it, go back, go listen to that episode. Um, It is one of our first seasons, so it's going to be an hour long or so, but it absolutely is worth listening to. So go ahead and check that out. Until next time, it's been absolutely great being here again with you guys. Leon, I'm glad to see you back behind the (laughs) mic and for us to catch up again. So I'm looking forward to seeing you again on the very next episode for you guys out in the audience and for you, Leon. Until then, everyone, this is me signing off. Mono. Thanks, buddy. This was Leon. I'm also signing off. And I'm feeling great, so I can't wait for the next episode. I'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Bye. What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.